Welcome back to another Quest for Omega podcast. Thank you for joining me. And we're going to try to reformat what we've been doing to become more efficient, consistent, and reliable. As you know, if you followed or subscribed, my goal was to do three separate podcasts a week at approximately 20 to 30 minutes each. One for fitness, one for wellness, and one was a mental health goal. Because various things, including my own personal health, I have not been able to keep up with this goal or this idea. So to create an efficiency, I'm going to do three sections in one larger podcast a week so that I can essentially take one day to have all this put down and then to edit it and get it posted. So I'll do a quick update on each section and then uh, let you know what the current goals are and uh, my time frame so that we can move forward and then talk about the other methodologies and lessons I've learned that week so that hopefully not only can I apply the new knowledge, uh, but maybe that'll be good information for you to help you stretch to be the best person you can be. So if you remember correctly, I was looking at doing a mental health Monday, a wellness Wednesday, and a fitness Friday. So I will start with uh, the mental health goals and talents or skills that I'm attempting to learn, and then I will move forward. So for mental health, I've got a couple options, and I've decided to tackle one as a yearly goal and one as a quarterly goal. So for my quarterly goal, which will be the first quarter of 2022, I am going to read the three Gulag Archipelago books. Uh, These are considered widely the three volumes. They are widely considered three of the best written books in human history. I am taking this as a recommendation from multiple sources. However, predominantly it's uh, Jordan B. Peterson who says that these are his three favorite books or, you know, one of the three favorites. Uh, So that is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a book book a month for the first quarter. And that leads me to an ongoing goal attempt to get 12 classics or 12 greats read this year i will let you know what that list is and where i received these recommendations from Uh, so if you'd like to read along uh, that would be awesome the other goal that i was speaking of that would be my yearly goal is i will be conversational in spanish by the end of the year currently i have a very good ear for the language and I can understand most conversations unless you have someone who's a very quick speaker, which is common in the Spanish language. But sitting at lunch today at work, uh, I had two native Spanish speakers talking and I had very little problem following and understanding the conversation and was even able to kind of chirp back in Spanish. Uh, I'm sure a lot of native Spanish speakers think I sound like a four-year-old, which is exactly what prevents me from being a Spanish speaker is I don't practice the language because I I'm uh, insecure about the way I sound. Not that I think I don't speak well as far as uh, with a good accent. I just think that I speak poorly as far as broken sentences and maybe some simple grammatical errors that make me sound like a child. One of my securities, one of my egos, one of my strengths, I'm not sure how to phrase that, is the use of strong language, good language. Uh, And with that, you know, being having verbose verbiage. And with that being said, I feel very insecure when I'm speaking and don't have any confidence in that. So that is what prevents me from learning the language and I'm not going to let that happen anymore. I will start uh, immersing myself 
love in the language by listening to some of the classics with Vicente Fernandez passing recently. It helped remind me how much I appreciated his music, even though I didn't understand everything that was being said. And there's some other greats out there that I can listen to that are Spanish speakers. You know, Rock in Espanol, Banda, Mariachi, um, some really good stuff that's available. So I just need to immerse myself in the language to help solidify that language. So for this quarter and for the year, that's my current goal for my mental health. This is one of those things that gets to be a foundation goal and then I can tack new goals on once I've solidified this foundation. So there's nothing to stop me from having a new update or a new smart goal this time next week in the mental health category because I've got two very simple things that are foundational that will carry me through the year. For my wellness, it took me a bit uh, to figure out what I wanted to do and obviously if you uh, can't tell with my voice, I'm still not 100%. I'm still a little bit under the weather. Nothing severe, nothing significant, no fever. I haven't really been able to push to uh, create these new habits. So hopefully in the not too distant future, I will get better uh, again at the consistency and the discipline of what I'm attempting to accomplish. Wellness, at least for 30 days, I am going to try the Wim Hof method. The Iceman Wim Hof is famous for holding his breath for inhuman amounts of time, swimming in ice cold water, sitting in an ice bath for 20-30 minutes without losing any core temperature, um, running in Scandinavia, running a marathon, and basically just running shorts, barefoot, no shirt, no nothing. Ran a doggone marathon in the snow. He's found a way to reach an, a different level of health. He has found a way to activate parts of his body that were thought to be completely involuntary and he's done this through or he's done this with um, scientific study it's not something he's claiming without proof and lots of youtubers have sworn by this cold shower method a lot of them are still doing it so i'm going to give that a 30-day trial find out if i have any appreciable benefits to the discomfort, find out if the breathing exercises do anything for me. Without question, the the act of forcing yourself into ice cold water will have benefits, bare minimum, from the mental health strength, from the sense of accomplishment of doing something you didn't want to do, uh, which is what the best athletes in the world do to be successful. Your fitness guys, uh, your fitness YouTubers, your bodybuilders, your prime athletes all have moments in time where they wake up and go, I don't wanna. And we've all seen the memes, adulting sucks. I don't wanna adult today. These are all indications that sometimes, sometimes it's okay to give up. And I struggle with that message. I'm not saying that if you're injured, you should continue to push yourself and continue to injure yourself. You do have to listen to your body, but this current atmosphere of it's okay not to grind, it's okay not to hustle, it's okay if you're burned out, it doesn't really cover everything that's happening. If you are grinding and you hit a wall, sometimes a mental health check is exactly what you need to climb that wall. So again, I do not begrudge anybody who needs to take a minute to reassess or take a minute to recharge. But I would argue that if you're doing what you love, if you're doing that thing that you need to do to reach your dream, how is that not already recharging you? Getting one step closer. Yeah, the idea of 
this is my dream, this is the one thing I was meant to do, this is the one thing I love, and then getting closer to that thing, not recharging your batteries confuses me. So I would argue that maybe all circumstances are different, but maybe you're burned out because you're pushing a rock up a hill, you're not chasing your dream. Like grinding to, for the sake of grinding is not always healthy, and I think almost always will lead to burnout. But if the one thing you always wanted to do is to own and operate an athleisure line and you hit a snag or a hiccup and you're just ready to throw in the towel was that actually your dream or were you a lot like everybody else where you saw the finish line the finish line being money and fame and whatever beautiful women around a pool or whatever your idea of success is is that all you saw and you saw a way to get there because somebody else did it i mean the people that own and operate gymshark are making a killing and as far as i can tell it's pretty good product so more power to them and doubt is natural being worried that you're wasting your time is natural but feeling burned out doesn't make sense to me and i could be completely wrong i'm wired different than a lot of people i am very easily contented i'm very easily satisfied because for me it's mission accomplishment whatever mission i'm given as long as i'm able to accomplish it and accomplish it at a high level i am very satisfied i don't really need more than it, it doesn't matter if it's taking a golfer through a custom fitting and, and seeing how excited they are for their new clubs or taking a junior or even a, a brand new golfer and helping them find the right size loaner set of clubs and, and seeing them go out to the range and hit golf balls for the very first time. That's incredibly satisfying. Those are the things that recharge me. So I don't normally wake up and go, oh crap, I have to go to work again. I normally wake up and go, let's get going, let's do it. So I don't know if that's the military training in me, I think I've always been, been built that way, but this idea that it's okay to, to succumb to burnout, I don't like it. I want to know why you're burnt out first and foremost, because you're obviously not doing things efficiently. So let's find out why you're burned out, not just say it's okay to be burned out. This idea that it's okay to take a personal day. I, I don't argue that, but I, I definitely, I mean, there's, there's, there's two maxims that I learned in the military that were kind of beat into us. Not literally, of course, but you know, you hear it over and over again. Mind over matter. If you don't mind it doesn't matter and that's a great way to, to help you conceptualize discomfort if you don't mind the discomfort being in the same uniform two three weeks in a row and you're just dirty and grungy and grimy and disgusting if you don't mind it doesn't matter being in the middle of a, a hump uh, where you know your feet hurt your back hurts your shoulders hurt everything hurts if you don't mind it doesn't matter and for a lot of people that sounds like BS one but it also sounds masochistic to a point, like why would you do that to yourself? Why wouldn't you stop and take care of yourself? And again, if you're injured, don't push your body further into the injury. But sometimes the need to get the mission accomplished outweighs any personal discomfort, whether it's because you personally feel that way or because you don't want to let your team down. The other thing they told us frequently was pain is weakness leaving the body. And again, that sounds masochistic, but it's quite literally a perspective change where muscle soreness, muscle fatigue is a reward, not a punishment. You earned that pain and the next time you do it, there will be less pain, hence uh, weakness leaving the body. These things aren't snow cold and hard and fast. There is absolutely a point of diminishing returns where you've pushed yourself mentally and physically past the point of it being 
insane. And I know a lot of you guys probably listen to Jocko Wilnick or um, David Goggins. These are exceptional humans with exceptional circumstances. No amount of stepping into a cold shower will prepare you for the discomfort those gentlemen had to endure to get their title. It is an average man's equivalent. You know, you don't want to make your bed but you make your bed anyway. You don't want to get into the cold shower, but you get into the cold shower anyway. You don't want to wake up early so you can hit the gym, but you wake up early and you hit the gym anyway. You don't want to challenge yourself to read three very large books in three months, but you do it anyway because there's a reward at the end of that. You feel physically fit or stronger by going to the gym. You feel mentally stronger, mentally more aware because you read those books. That's active learning. It's not passive like watching YouTube or Skillshare or Curiosity or any of these other things on the web. And do, do not get me wrong, those have their place. But sitting down and reading a paper book is something tactile about it. There's something satisfying about it. So with that being said, that is my wellness goal for the quarter, uh, or for the month, 30 days. The Wim Hof Method and Wim Hof Breathing. I downloaded the app, so I'll be doing that every morning. And then that leaves my fitness goal. So for this month, I have a goal of walking at least 10 miles a week. And then that new goal will stretch or change, either by distance or intensity. Um, and that'll be a foundational goal, is to maintain a minimum of at least 10 miles a week walking, regardless of where I'm at, what I'm doing, so that we can stack resistance training training or actual running or martial arts or who knows what. I mean, these are all the ideas are still out there for the remaining quarter and the remaining year of 2022, but I'm building that foundation similar to possibly the Wim Hof Foundation and the um, book reading foundation. These are all things that these are things that will lead hopefully to a better me as I build these pieces. Um, the other goal for the quarter is I will be down to 210 pounds by the end of Mark. Currently, I am sitting at 247. I was as high as 258 during this conversation at the end of this year here, 2021. Part of the reason I've lost a little bit of weight is the walking that I've started. Uh, but the other part is probably my health. Being a little infirmed has uh, probably made my body work harder. So I'm probably burning more calories trying to mend my health. So this is essentially how all the podcasts will start uh, in the future. I will update you on my three categories, uh, how the current standards are progressing. And then also uh, if there's anything new that has been added, a, a weekly goal or a monthly goal or something that's uh, for the quarter or for the year. If anything gets added, I will update you at the first part of the podcast. The remaining portion of this podcast should essentially be um, lessons that I've learned or methods or things that I'm hoping to add to make myself more disciplined and to be stronger as a human, stronger physically and mentally. So one of the ways I intend to make myself more disciplined is to create a three-hour morning routine starting at 4 a.m. when I wake up and obviously finishing at 7 when I get ready for work. I have three hours to get all of my goals accomplished. Um, currently, I can walk for an hour and that's going to be two, two and a half, three miles because uh, it is a very gentle pace. I am walking that at an incline of 5%. So with that being said, in that hour, I can read my book or I can do Spanish lessons while I'm on the treadmill, combining those opportunities to learn and with 
that, that is that, that is a initial lesson. One, plan your day. Wake up with intention. I had a platoon sergeant that used to tell me that his goal every morning was to, was to wake up and inspire. I said, Sergeant, you want to wake up and inspire every morning? He said at the time, uh, Lance Corporal. He said, Lance Corporal Nava, I will wake up every morning and I will inspire fear in the devil for he knows I am going to work. It was very, I didn't take it seriously when I heard it. Honestly, I thought it was a little hyperbolic, a little, yeah, the devil, really? You're, you're going to scare the devil. Okay, yeah, good on you, Sergeant. It's been probably 25 years since I talked to that Sergeant. So 25 years ago, he said, and it has taken me that long to understand the intention and the power in what he was trying to tell me. So yeah, wake up every morning and inspire. Inspire yourself to get better and be better. Inspire your children to be the best they can be. Set an example for those children so that they know that they're not the center of the world. It is very easy to identify which employees I have that were raised by family and which employees I have that were raised by the TV or raised by video games. And I don't belittle anybody's struggle to be a parent. I have been a single parent for 10 years. However, Christian has always been surrounded by family. My parents are godsends. My sister, as much as I may disagree with her, loves her nieces and nephews and would do almost anything for them. So although I was a single parent, I was fortunate enough to have help at all times. And I think I raised a pretty good kid. However, that kid got almost anything he wanted almost any time. Uh, didn't matter what sport he was playing. He always had the best equipment. He got to do almost anything he wanted but he was never spoiled. And that's really the key. Christian worked from 15 years old until he left for boot camp. So I gave him every opportunity because I wanted him to succeed, not because I wanted to give him his heart's desire. So if it was something that didn't make sense to me or didn't have benefit, he didn't get it. So although that's a little bit off track, that is the goal, right? To be a better person so that you're a better husband, better son, better brother, better employee. That's the whole goal is to be better. Although it's a little off track, the parenting is a huge part of who I am and also some of my strongest testimony as to why listening to this podcast isn't a bad idea. I've got some pretty good experiences and I know there's a lot of gurus out there that say that they, uh, they have it all figured out, but proof is in the tasting of the pudding, right? So if you're listening to a guru about being rich and then they get arrested for avoiding taxes, were they blowing smoke? Or if you listen to a guru about child rearing and their child goes to jail or commits suicide or has to go to rehab, are they blown smoke? Or if you listen to someone about being the perfect partner or having the perfect marriage and they cheat or get cheated on, are they blowing smoke? It's tough because nobody's perfect. We're all sinners, right? But then again, if you want to say that this is your area of expertise and then you failed at it, do you get to keep talking? I don't know. So yes, I'm going to have that three hour programmed morning ritual essentially. And I'm working on um, a journal, a daily journal, quarterly journal, so that I can document all this stuff and keep track of it and be able to look at it at any given moment and go, okay, it's 7 a.m. I've got 20 minutes to make my coffee, enjoy my coffee, and then get into the shower or whatever, whatever the, the program is going to be. Um, but I'm going to start with three hours out of my day before I try to program the entire day because I do tend to try to eat the elephant in one bite. It doesn't work. And that's probably what trying to have three podcasts a week would be an example of 
trying to eat the elephant in one bite. Hopefully this uh, new methodology is going to be more successful. So we know that I want to get in better shape. We know that I want to lose weight. And what are the best methodologies for that? As far as I can tell through my research, there are only two options. Hire a personal trainer so that you're spending money to get in shape or find a workout button. I'm currently working on the latter. I'm in a conversation with a good friend of mine who's a PE teacher and relatively good shape about being my gym buddy. Um, we have a bit of a scheduling difference. We, I like to work out in the morning. Yeah, that's generous. I don't work out consistently anyway. So to say that I like to work out in the morning is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, we have a scheduling conflict. We're looking at trying to piece a schedule together uh, so that I can work out with him five to six days a week. If I'm able to do that, my, my need to maintain my integrity, my need to be a man of my word will force me to get out of bed and meet him at the gym when I said I'd be there. I am very much someone who believes in do what you say you're going to do almost to a fault like if i say something stupid and promise a customer a price that really isn't feasible um, i'm gonna i'm gonna eat that difference if i tell you i'm gonna get you something for x dollars and it costs us more than that you're only paying x dollars um, because i am a man of my word being that man is very important to me that is not an area where i will allow cognitive dissonance i will not say i'm a man of my word and then not keep it so knowing that about myself means that having a workout buddy is probably the best way for me to get in shape in the quickest order so i'm looking into that maybe that'll be updated next week there's a lot going on at work got all this equipment for the podcast and got a lot of equipment um, for vlogging and for uh, doing youtube videos with that being said i have started a youtube channel for the golf course and have started a golf related podcast we've done one episode of the podcast and we've done one youtube video so we're working towards making that better that is part of the reason that i couldn't find time or didn't make time you know it's funny i found time to watch hawkeye i found time to watch wheel of time both great shows by the way but i didn't find time to do my quest for a mega podcast last week so life lessons right you will never find time you will always make time and you only make time if it's a genuine priority so yet another reason i need to pull my head out of my tush and start making time and again that's what that three hour morning routine is about making time to get all of these quest goals accomplished every day, first thing in the morning, so nothing can get in the way of it. With those new endeavors at work, the YouTube channel and the podcast, I've really had to bone up and improve my web design skills so that I could update our website uh, and host the YouTube video. And soon I'll be hosting the podcast and possibly a blog on the golf course website. These are new skills I've needed. These are skills that I needed to update. I've done a lot of YouTube learning. I've added a Skillshare account, so I'm currently ingesting as much Skillshare for all of the relative information as I can. I'm learning graphic design, learning, I believe the program is called GIMP. It's an image, uh, it's Photoshop for free. Anyway, uh, it's tough to explain I suppose, because I really don't know it's a catch-all kind of program. It's just not a graphic art design program. It's not a photo editor. It's just kind of a catch-all program and it's free. So I've been learning that. I've been learning DaVinci Resolve, which is a film editor and audio program. Um, so that's what I'm doing the podcast on and that's what I did the YouTube video on. Um, I'm trying to pick up more and more skills. So Skillshare is interesting. It seems to be helpful. Some of it is 
very basic and very mediocre. Be careful with the instructors you listen to, but some of it's invaluable. It's very interesting. And these subjects on there are insanely diverse. Uh, photography, film, lighting, uh, software stuff. It's all in there and available. I've been doing that uh, this last couple of weeks as well. It's been interesting to get back to learning. Uh, I have online course starting January 3rd. So I'm hoping to get back to school and officially get that degree. So I guess that'll be another annual or maybe two-year goal, depending on how many classes I have to go through. With that being said, a lot of opportunity to learn, um, and I've never had to force myself to learn. I've been a voracious learner, but a mind that has not been forced to learn new things uh, maybe isn't as malleable or, you know, the, the old maxim, right? You know, old dogs, new tricks, right? There is something to be said for that. If you haven't made a habit of continuing to learn, it's almost like your brain, the brain gets rusty almost. It just doesn't really have the flexibility to plug in new thoughts and new ideas. So I'm not learning as quickly or easily as I used to, but that doesn't mean I need to stop learning. It actually just reinforces the fact that I need to uh, continue with these mental health goals, mental wellness goals, you know, uh, learn new things and do things that help your brain, you know, play puzzles, uh, Sudoku, crosswords, things like that that tax your brain and force you to remember. We're so bad nowadays. Uh, I can remember a friend's parent's phone number from high school and I couldn't tell you my child's cell phone number right now. It's pretty ridiculous. It's because we don't need to know it. You just press a button or say, hey Google, or hey Siri, or hey Pixel, or whatever your phone is, call so-and-so. You literally never learn their numbers anymore. It's pretty interesting what we do to ourselves. That little contraption in your pocket might be the leading cause of mental deterioration. It's amazing because you have all of the answers at your fingertips. There's no more family debates or bar debates about who did what, when, and who holds this record, or who starred in this movie, because the argument's over two seconds later after the guy goes, hey Google, who was in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? No one has to remember that that was a movie that even existed because you just hear the name and just ask Google and there you go. And I may sound like a boomer who's complaining. I'm not a boomer and I'm not complaining. I just am looking at the possibility that maybe not actively using your brain to store information and then later recall that information. Maybe that's going to be a problem in the future. Who knows? So with all of that kind of being put out there and then wrapped up into a bow, this is essentially the new format for this podcast. You'll have some very detailed information in the start, some musings and ideas and thoughts kind of in the middle, and then everything wrapped up at the end. I'm hoping to have this edited before the night's over and uh, posted before the new year. So that means uh, tomorrow, Friday the 31st, Hopefully it'll be posted and you guys can download it. I'll leave you guys with this thought. You will never have time to notice what you don't have if all you ever do is thank God or the universe or whoever for what you do have. 